was born on a day in the internet age. studio and Mike is on brother Mike is hot it is hot Mike hot <laughs> <clears throat> what's on your mind this week man what does the Lord want to say to the, the people <laughs> well yeah I you know just kind of uh, one of the one of the main things that we've been dealing with is just you know just you know, we just finished, you know, the, the the fall class thing. You know, my Houston Astros didn't win, so <laughs> it's a little, little hurt from that. But, you know, yeah, but just everything, you know, that comes with it. You know, well, the World Series, you know, it's a, my favorite time of the year, but it's also one of the busiest times of the year. And, you know, with that comes hunting, and there's winter sports, you know, there's basketball. My son is still in the playoffs. He's doing football daughters playing soccer on the weekends you know for like a rec league and so you know you just of course and and and, and, the, and they just keep on coming at work you know <laughs> so it's just uh it's just uh, non-stop you know there's family dynamics there's you know church dynamics or sure. school there's just all these all these things that are are you know keeping us from you know you know, having church, and, and I stopped and think, and I, you know, talked to, you know, my wife, and I was like, man, how did we do it back in the day, you know, when, <laughs> when that's all we did was church, you know, it was like, man, well, uh, yeah, well, I think, you know, we live in a different time now, and, and we have so many things competing for our time, and uh, I mean, really, when we were growing up, I would say that our parents, you know, they didn't, it was different, not that they didn't go to our football games, but not really not like parents today do not to the degree so i think that probably was was different and the mindset was different it was also like you know it was it was a priority a high priority and and i'm not saying that 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 was necessarily correct but the high priority was church above everything right church above sports church above any school activity and and again, I'm not necessarily saying that's the right thing. It's just that it was it was a mindset. So and everyone was involved, kids. So as a kid, you weren't going to tell your your mom, hey, on Wednesday night, I know we have a church service, but I got this art thing, so I'll see you guys later. <laughs> or you guys come to my art thing. I know it's on Wednesday night when we have Wednesday night service. Like you just know that wasn't going to happen. You didn't even bring it up. So. So I think a couple of things have happened. One, there are more more things to occupy our our time, and then we have a different a different perspective and a different mindset as it relates to that. I think that's certainly it's my opinion, but I think those those things are a part of our our mix. Now, I think now what how we address that? I think that's the big issue because it's here. It's here now, regardless of what what the past was like 
not that that's not important, but it doesn't exist anymore. That past is no longer here. What is here is, is kind of what you said is, you know, we have a lot of things competing for our time. And now how do we, how do we, how do we love our families and how do we maintain, you know, church, church attendance, connection to church, connection to the community of the church. And you are, I think you're hitting something, a nail on the head in terms of where the stress is being felt as a, as a former pastor and, and church planner. Yeah, those things, I knew they were real. I knew that trying to get families, and, and we grew up with the traditional model of church, which was uh, Sunday morning, Sunday school, uh, Sunday service, and then Sunday night service, and then, of course, a midweek service, most likely on a Wednesday. And then as a church planner, I knew that that model for a city like Austin, just the mindset wasn't there anymore. You couldn't expect people to now hey, can you be our Sunday school? Well, when's that? Well, it's before service on Sunday. No. And then, you know, I got kids. Okay, bring the kids too. Like, no, have you ever tried to wrangle up, you know, three kids on a Sunday morning? I'm lucky to get them to the 10 o'clock, 1030 service, much less get them up for a 9 o'clock, you know, or 930 thing, you know. So, yeah, we, we and, it's a and, different mindset. And, and, what, and one of the things that, you know, one of the yeah. things that, I admire, you know, some of these, you know, high church, you know, you know, that, that, that catechism, that, that in, instruction, the, yeah. the discipling, it, it's important. There's value in that. And, and not saying that we don't wholly disregard all of that today, sure. but I mean, there's certain, there, there's steps in, and, you know, that we yeah. have to follow. There's, 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 certain things that we as Christians should know, should be aware of, and yeah. uh, things that are going to help us to defend the faith and be able to understand, you know, yeah. what it is to live a Christ life, you know, what is it to, what is sanctification, what does that mean, how is that, you know, yeah. You know, so there's there's that dynamic, how do we um, teach our kids, and, and, and it's just one of the things that, you know, we, we, we understand, and, you know, Luke 252, yeah. you know, I mean, that's kind of like the, the Christmas story, right? We kind of, we see how Christ, you know, God, you know, incarnate Jesus was, was you know, being raised and brought up. And, and the, the scripture says in Luke 252 that, you know, he, he was, he grew up physically, spiritually, mentally, and socially. And, and those are, those are those four ways that, that, you know, I try, you know, you know, to apply it and make that applicable to my to my life, to my kids' lives, and 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 them understanding that hey, you know, studies are important, school is important. There's value in that. Yeah. Uh, how we impact the kingdom, you know, through you know knowledge and wisdom. You know how we, you know from a physical talent, uh, physical. You know, we we have to take care of ourselves. You know. Yeah. So that means <laughs> I got all kinds of problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we want to make sure. You know, I always tell the kids, man, we don't. Eat your fruit, eat your vegetables, eat this, you know, <laughs> and so there's, there's that constant, you know, pressure, you know, right? But it, it's yeah. just trying to understand how, how do we, what's the biblical model, what is the model, how do we yeah. raise our kids, and, and so. Yeah, so, you know, so, and like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a real problem for the church today, and, and I think that obviously the answers aren't, aren't easy in light of our already existing patterns and 
you know, to, to, to tell, to tell our people in, in churches now to, Hey, look, just get with the program. You got to be here, you know, be here or, you know, or you're fired or, you know, whatever uh, right. pressure right. We'd, we'd put on. And the reality is just going to be like what we have today is we, you have a dwindling attendance. Certainly you get most people for that 1030 or, you know, traditional hour of Sunday. That's, that's still the best time to get people now. And, and I would say that fortunately for Latino and urban families, black and Latinos, we still, you know, we still have a lot of traditional, you know, paradigms and mindset. So, you know, you, you don't find a lot of atheist Latinos and in, in, in blacks, not, not, not like you do in, in other Anglo cultures. So we still have a lot of connection there. And so getting Latinos and blacks for traditional hours is still good. You still have good chances, especially in the South. But certainly as our children grow up and, you know, our millennial children grow up and they now move on and that's that's another ball game that that tradition for them is not going to be the same as and certainly for us for me and you it's you know that's why it's so strong in us and now we the the, the tough part for us is like I said okay how much of that is is biblical and in, in terms of the hour and and so on and that's the struggle that we have to face to say okay you know what if church isn't on Sunday at 10 o'clock what if it's on you know Saturday or Friday night and that's the struggle that I think a lot of people would have today especially for people like us going like no what what are you talking about you you can't move you know Sunday service to a Saturday or or a Friday or something like that and uh, but but those are the kind of hard questions that we need to ask and or say okay how important is it and that's the struggle that we have today too it's like you know, you see some churches that have online churches, like you can just totally go to church online. Now, obviously, that is uh, not what I'm talking about, but that begs the question and that brings it to the foreground of saying, well, you know, you got families who are really struggling to, you know, I saw one, it was on some documentary where this person in Florida is having church at a drive-in, you know, <laughs> literal, an old drive-in. Drive yeah, okay. and then you would pull up, you know, pull up the speaker, it still still works. And the preacher's up in the front where the, the 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 TV screen's at, and and you have your service, and then you. But when you drive in the theater, you pick up your cup and your your wine and your bread, so that when you do communion, you do it there in the car, and you know it's like drive through drive through service. So there's all these creative things, and obviously, you know those those kind of things. I'm sure people who, who would be listening to this, and if you are the way we grew up, you're you're scared because you'd know like oh no that's what's going to come to i'm not going to let yeah. that happen and, I, and that's not again what i'm advocating i'm just saying that 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 is the real struggle going on with families in the world so now to kind of bring it home and, and say okay what are some very biblical patterns for 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 us to to follow and and to now take take to heart and so that we could practice and there is there is clearly as as fathers in our homes and yeah i do think there's biblical precedence for us to to be spiritual leaders in our homes and so we have to practice that we have to apply you know to be a disciple we know we hear that word discipline which is not a fun word in our day but 
there is then now the discipline of prayer, of the reading of God's word, of, you know, those spiritual things. And so I think the burden lies on the men in the church. I think the burden lies on the fathers of the church to now set the tone, set the example, and for that matter, set the mindset. And and uh, certainly when we think of ministry like, like yours and Royal Rangers, it's all about boys who will grow up to be men. And then we have current leaders who are men who are now leading young boys who will be future men. That mindset has to be there to say, look, the value um, that God places on men in, in the church to, to be to be examples, to be to be in the forefront of, of you know, prayer and of spiritual, you know, the, the word of God and all these other things, that those things are so valuable. And yet, unfortunately, we know in our traditional churches, we see the, the, the sisters, the hermanas at the forefront, leading in prayer, leading in things that, that seem to be on the spiritual side and on mercy ministries. And that's the, that's the kind of things that I think we need to really work hard on. And now that comes back, though, to what you're saying, like, well, how do we how do we practice that? Well, now I come back to saying, OK, me as a as a father, you know, the, the I would argue the burden falls uh, on me now. That doesn't I think the, the, the mother, the woman also has just as much responsibility. But but that that general principle of in the home we the women have have been there i would argue in our traditions they've been there they haven't left their post i think it's been the men who have left their post and so i think there's a little bit of conversation that would go on there now thank god for and you know i've known you for a long time you've been a great example of a father who's there and when i see at sunday school there's your there's your boys there's your daughter right there uh, both, you know, in, in church and outside of, of church. And so that, I think, is an, a great example. And that would come back to your discipline to love your children. And now you have them right by your side. And, and I think tie that back to a little bit of what you talked about, those traditions, those churches that practice things like catechism, which is a fancy word for study, study guide, is is has been a tradition of the church that I, yeah, I think that we should we should pick up traditions like ours that didn't have that tradition of raising up and catechizing our kids i know when we hear it we think oh that's a roman roman catholic but the history of the christian church has been very the the, you know the protestants have been uh part of that just as much and and there's great study guides for the church to use for families to use to now catechize to you know systematically right train their child in the the theology the biblical understanding of the word of god and and i agree that that's a tool that we can use and so one to summarize i think we as fathers have uh have the burden to be the the examples and then two i think tools like a catechism the heidelberg catechism comes to mind it's one of my favorite and then there's a new city catechism that has recently came out and i think you know much more contemporary but it it, it's derived from and and borrowed from things like the westminster catechism and the heidelberg great tools for us to use and especially today because you know it's a nice it's an it's it's in a question and answer format something really great and it goes through the foundational aspects of what we what we know but simple things like that 
build the mindset and now that's the core and, yeah absolutely and, and i think that even even if we get you know in the habit of you know like that new city catechism i mean i love you know you know tim keller he just kind of goes through and mm-hmm. explains a lot of those devotions and, and make it almost a daily devotional you know i know that we you know, used to practice and you know study that in our sunday school but you know just just going back and it, it almost has like a a the way we used to do it, it would be like a verse of the day, and then it kind of it kind of builds, you know, to you know, kind of like an epiphany of two twos till Sunday, you know, mm-hmm. and then you get to, you know, get ready, and, and so it just kind of prepares you for, for Sunday uh, mm-hmm. school, and now you're kind of okay, you you, you understand the, the context, yeah. and, and and then you pull from that, so yeah. it's very very uh, important that that you know we were able to do that. And yeah, so this yeah. is this is a conversation that parents, you know, busy parents. I mean, I'm very busy, and and yeah. I, I pull this subject in because I struggle with it myself. You know, sure. sometimes you know, back in the day when both boys were you know two separate baseball teams and the family was torn apart, and you know they, they were actually pretty good. You know, they contributed a lot to the team. You know, so you know missing your three hole and your four hole you know hitter and you know shortstop or you know right up midfielder or you know pitcher catcher or whatever especially you know sunday you know the tournament and and so you knew that you know that the team really relied on them and and so you know asking yeah. those tough questions and 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 not feel like you're compromising you know or, or feel uh guilt yeah and and, and you know but but it, it, it's again if the if it's, if it's a daily devotional if it's a daily pouring into your kids if you're constantly you know if your kids want to hang out with you that's a pretty good sign that <laughs> oh, you know yeah. what right <laughs> you know that's you're kind no. of cool you know uh, yeah. so that's one of the way i kind of like, you know what you know i always tell my wife hey let's be glad that they want to hang out and they want to bring their kids <laughs> over here to our house no Where's that's that house yeah where they want to come over and that's know? a good yeah that's that's true and i do remember that as well that we would joke around that, that our girls, yeah, they liked actually hanging around us. It would be like, you know, whatever, Friday night or something. And and they would say like, hey, mom, especially when they were teenagers, what are y'all doing? It's like, we would joke around and say, uh, get lost. Like me and mom were going, going on a date. We're trying to, we're trying to shake y'all, you know? <laughs> yeah. But but we were really excited that they really enjoyed hanging out with us and, and spending time. But I think, like you said, that came from like building a kind of a culture of the home of always being able to and open to talk about anything but especially things of the, of the lord and 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 certainly we talked about things biblically theologically sorry our, our girls were, were around it a lot and i think but that kind of goes back i think to the the very practical of things like uh, catechism things like you know biblical discussions and devotions at home really you know provide that kind of culture to allow our kids to really want to you know, they're not afraid to ask questions, and it now opens up and makes the Christian life not just something you do on Sunday, but it's an everyday thing, and that's that's something that's really uh, powerful. That that's perfect. That's perfect. Because I mean, one of my second questions was is like, you know, how how do you know? Because you know, we're that midlife. You know, we're kind of at the bookends. You know, we got the kids on one end and the uh, parents on the other. And my second, you know, kind of or my other question was, you know, how do we honor, you know, mom and dad, you know, you know, as the Bible says, honor your father and your mother, the fifth commandment, you know, and, and so how, how, how does that look and how do we, 
you know, I think we've kind of talked about it, but, you know, how can we address that and, and, and fulfill that commandment? You, know yeah. I mean? you mean be, of being now speaking to the teenager in the home, you mean, or speaking? Right. Well, okay. well, even like I said, you know, we're kind of in the middle, right? So we have oh. our parents that are gotcha. still with us. Right. And, 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 you know, what is, as they age, right. you know, it's our responsibility to care for them. Sure. And, and then how should our kids, you know, see us, you know? And I think that there's a there's a direct reflection how they see us treat our parents, how we value and honor our parents. Sure. You know, we, we're kind of setting the precedent oh, yeah. for how yeah. we want to be treated. Right. No, and, and, and again, I, I come back to the, the privilege, I'd argue, the privilege we have of growing up in uh, Latino traditions, and I'd argue urban traditions have, have that. But I would say the Latino traditions we do, we both are very blessed that our parents are still with us. We know many friends who don't have that that honor and and we're grateful so grateful that uh, we both have have our parents and and our children have been able to see see us um honor honor our parents and and so i think that that is like i said a very practical thing that hap that happens in our families that have that really lends itself that what i i put it this way and i remember when i when i first kind of grasped it it was really powerful for me and it's this idea, it's like when God saved, my, my grandfather was on my dad's side was Herculano, Herculano G. Avila. When, God's, when God saved Herculano G. Avila, he just wasn't about saving Herculano. He was about saving the Avilas. And so this idea right. that the Christian faith is, like I said, it's, it's broad. God is, God is not it's not just about a personal Jesus, it's a Jesus, you know, it's a, it's about a faith that now encompasses the whole family, so God's, it's kind of like when, when the Lord saved your, your dad, he wasn't just saving your dad, he was saving the Garcias, you know, it's kind of, and and that idea of, of what God does, he saves whole families, and I think that's that kind of strength to the understanding of how the gospel works, how the following Christ works itself out in the real world with examples like that, I think is very powerful that our, our kids get to now see us honor our parents and in turn they get to honor, but they also see a bigger picture of how God um, is at work saving whole families. And so it also brings back a very strong idea that that the Christian faith isn't just compartmentalized, something that we do on Sunday it is it is very much part of what we do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And if Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's sports, it's music, it's culture, it's school, it's all these things, that's okay because you could see that, you see, the, that's what we also mean by living life quorum Deo, before the face of God. That now there is no, there is no false dichotomy of this is secular, this is Christian, we don't, you know, know everything we get involved in. We now, the Lord can be part of that. Now, yes, there are special things like hearing the Word of God preached that set it apart. But our Christian life gets lived out in the world in things like basketball and football and baseball and and dance and art and culture and yeah. food and you know having dinner with Grandma and Grandpa. All that as well is an, an opportunity for us to experience and bring God into and not just what we do on Sunday. So now that helps us to now break away 
from this mindset that the only time we are spiritual is when we're at Wednesday night or Sunday morning and Sunday night. And now we and our children get to see, ah, I'm starting to get it, that what we do that is spiritual is just not compartmentalized to those time frames. Like God only works between 9 and 12 on Sunday mornings. Sunday, you right. know? And now we're saying, no, live, we live life quorum Deo. Everything you do now, we honor God. Whatsoever you do, whatsoever your hands do, do it all as unto the Lord. And now we get to encourage our, our children, no, and they get to see it lived out. And they get to see it lived out among our family and our extended family. And I think that's the kind of mindset, and that's the kind of mindset that a good theology, a good foundation can now help us build in our families. But yeah, we're, we're still... We still are, like I said, are going to struggle with, man, we want to devote more time to, you know, prayer and reading of God's word. And so those things are good because they lay the foundation for how now we're supposed to deal with football and dance and everything else, you know. So, but it, it helps to yeah. continue to firm that foundation. But, but, but that's, like I said, that, that comes through uh, systematic biblical laying of foundations and so it's a it's that's that's the other but that's the that's the shift that we need to have is that the spiritual things just don't happen because you're at church the spiritual things can happen now you go to church so now it is something valuable and it is mo- it is m- most normally where you will clearly should be hearing the word of god it is now the application of it and the process you know how you now live out the you know the in the imperatives you know so there's the indicatives and the imperatives the indicatives are the things in scripture that indicate that tell us who we are we are you know we are children of 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 the lord god is our father all these things that that are true and then the imperatives those things those commands those things that now we are called to carry out we live out in the world and so that's what good foundations do they help us to both understand who we are in christ and then now how we are to carry out those things so that we can live life quorum deo and so so our prayer for uh, many maybe hearing uh, a talk like this we're having and if they're part of royal rangers if they're part of any ministry in in our in our churches we would pray that hey look the value the value of of good biblical understanding what it means to to follow Jesus and how that carries it out, that foundation, that catechism, that that understanding that the, of the faith uh, delivered to the saints, can really help you live life Monday through Saturday, not just on Sunday. Awesome! Thank you, man. That's good stuff. Just, uh, just appreciate you sharing that with us.